0: Welcome to the Cult of Domesticity podcast, a podcast about history, true crime, and whatever life brings us. I'm Courtney, and every week I am joined by another fascinating person. Let's see what we're going to talk about this week. Welcome back, devotees, and we're back with Emily. Hello. And it's this time it's your turn to tell a story.
1: Yeah, um, and I wanted to talk about an experience that I had with a ghost. It's actually a pretty long story because I want to start all the way at the beginning and <laughs> some cool stuff happened
0: afterward. When you were born. Okay. Um, let's go back to your life story. <laughs> yeah.
1: All the way back to when I was born. <laughs> it was a beautiful day.
0: <laughs> I don't remember it. I've just been told.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, last summer, which it feels weird to say last summer because it feels like it was like 10 seconds ago. But last summer, I went to the UK on a trip with my family. Um, and it was really, really nice because I have been out of the country before, but I, I went to the Netherlands when I was like two, but I don't remember because I was like two. And I, I, the rest of the time, yeah. And the rest of the time, I just went to like Canada. So, you know, it was exciting. And we, went, and we went on a little, like, circle around. We started in London, and then we went up to Edinburgh in Scotland, and then down to Ireland, and then down to Wales and back to London. It was really nice. It was, like, two weeks. But so, while we were here, um, specifically while we were in Edinburgh, I saw a ghost. Ooh! <laughs> I, I want to preface this by saying, like, uh, I mean... My mom, I know her podcast, Ignorance Was Bliss. She's done a couple episodes on ghosts, and I know that she said her stance has been sort of like uh, hemming and hawing. Like, she doesn't really believe in ghosts, but she's definitely had some experiences that she doesn't like, she can't explain, sort of. And I am on that same level, I guess. Like, I don't know. Believing to say that you believe in ghosts is such like a a large announcement to make, sort of that it's strange. But so I just want to say that like I'm not sold that this was a ghost. This totally could have been like I mean jet lag fucked me up for like a week. I heard the story. This totally could have been like a jet lag. Oh yeah, I puked in an Uber in London. Fun fact. (laughs) Um, The guy, the driver was Russian, and he was very very nice. He gave me his water bottle and. I apologized approximately 7,000 times. Um, But yeah, jet lag really messed with me. Um, And so this totally could have been like a a jet lag, sleep paralysis freak incident. Uh, And I would accept that. I would also accept that it was just like a weird dream that I had. Um, But I don't think so. And there's a couple reasons, so I'll get into it. Um, So... This started the evening... Well, okay. See, the timeline's weird. Because the second we got to... Uh, we stayed in a bunch of Airbnbs. Um, and the second we got to the one in Edinburgh, um, we we all crashed. Because <laughs> we were still tired.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what's what traveling across an ocean will do.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Dude. I've never been that, like, zonked in my life. It was crazy. Um... But so, I took, like, a two-hour nap immediately, Um, and during this time, someone came and knocked on the door, and it was a really weird, um, like, confrontation that my dad had. He went to the door, and this woman was there, and she looked really concerned, Um, and my dad was kind of like, hey, what's going on? Uh, And she was like, where's Jenny? I need to speak to Jenny. And my dad was like, "Uh, so, hey... (laughs) we don't live here, first of all, we're from America, we're we're Airbnb, so, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> but, but he was like, also, I don't think Jenny lives here, like, we, we knew the guy who gave us, we didn't know him personally, but obviously you do some research on the Airbnb owners before you stay in their house. Because otherwise it's creepy, they could have murdered you and gotten exactly. rid of your bodies. No one would know you're in Europe. Yeah, Oh, totally. And, like, passports sell for a lot, so they totally could have, like... Oh, you have a prime uh, passport. You You have an
0: American passport. That's high commodity.
1: Yeah. And it was new, too. So, like... Ooh! (laughs) My dad's suspicious. (laughs) But he's, like... He's, like... A a guy lives here. It's, like, a flat. It's, like, a one-person apartment. And he was, like... There's a guy that lives here, but there's no, like... There's no one named Jenny. We, like, we don't know of a Jenny here. Yeah. Um... And the woman was, like... The way he described it... Obviously, I wasn't there because I was asleep. But he described her as seeming, like, really... Like, just concerned. And, like... Like, frightened, almost. Very, like, insistent that she needed to see Jenny. Even after he was like, okay, we don't know who Jenny is. (laughs) Um, so that will come into play later. That is a little tidbit to keep in mind. Um... So later on we decided to go on one of those haunted bus tours. I've always wanted to do those. Oh my god, it was on a double-decker bus and we got front seats on the top row. The best seat. Um yeah, so it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um it was really funny. Mostly I I'm not really scared by stuff like that ever. Uh <laughs> I, I I used to listen to Creepypastas to fall asleep when I was younger, so... That sounds soothing, actually. If you got a good narrator. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I love Chills, the narrator. Excellent. Um, <laughs> just plug him, <laughs> quick. <laughs> um, but... So, you know, I'm not really freaked out by, by stuff like that, but I had a lot of fun. And it was really funny. The, the guy was like, totally should have been doing stand-up. Um, but it was great. And... But another important thing to name is that the Jenny the name Jenny came up yet again. He made a joke about a ghost um it, that haunted supposedly haunted the tour bus and then they showed like a crappy CGI ghost crawling across the floor. But he specifically said that her name was Jenny. So I still have no knowledge of the fact that my dad had had this previous interaction with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um but after we got off the bus, my dad was like Hold the fuck up.
0: <laughs> What's up with Jenny? Who is Jenny? Where do we find Whoa, Jenny? Who
1: is Jenny? Because, like, she said the name Jenny, and earlier this lady, like, freaked out, and, like, I, <laughs> I'm I'm worried. But we all kind of, like, laughed at him. We were like, okay, it's nothing. You're fine. Um, but so, yeah, we, we went out, and we got dinner, and we got ice cream, and the rest of the night was pretty normal. So we went to bed. That night and As you do. The rooms were yeah, as you well, unless you're an insomniac fueled by Adderall. That just sounds like a normal level. Yeah. You know, a <laughs> day in the life of an ADHD. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not tired now? I did all the things. <laughs> what do you mean I haven't slept in a
0: week? Oh yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean I've accidentally turned myself nocturnal? That definitely didn't happen in grad school. Oh my God,
1: that's happening to me currently.
0: <laughs> it's hard to fight because you're just like, I'm fine. And then you fall
1: asleep and then you keep, it's so easy. Oh, you sleep in, yeah. No, I understand. Anybody out there with ADHD, I understand you're not alone. <laughs> but yeah, so the way that the rooms were set up, uh, I kind of got my own separate bedroom area because there was like a guest room, there was a main room, and then there was this area out in the kind of living room room Dining room combined area where there was a little bed thing next to the window, like a like a boudoir almost. Um, and my brother decided to sleep there for some reason. Uh, my parents decided to sleep in the main room, and so I got to sleep in the guest room.
2: Fair uh, deal, which was
1: great because, oh god, it was awesome. That was like one of the only places where I got to sleep alone. <laughs> um, but so I'm alone in this room, but I'm fine you know i'm not i'm not really even thinking about the ghost tour anymore because i was i was messaging my girlfriend who is, is still in america obviously so she's eating dinner mm-hmm. and it's probably 10 well yeah no it was it was around 11 when i was talking to her um so she's like eating dinner and so i'm going to bed and i'm just like checking in with her like yeah okay I'm going to bed no love you sorry i'm far away whatever you know yeah <laughs> um and so yeah, I read a little bit of my book and then I went to bed and it was very normal. Um which I don't know. It that that makes this whole thing seem stranger to me because I've definitely had some weird dreams and I've definitely had like a couple sleep paralysis experiences before, but they were always preceded by like a weird evening or like a like a weird feeling yeah. at least, like an uncomfortable feeling uh, listening to something scary or something like that. <clears throat> so I don't know. But so, that evening, <laughs> I I fell asleep pretty quick. Don't really remember that. But I remember... Uh, so, okay. I am very good at recognizing when I'm dreaming. Um, I'm pretty good at lucid dreaming. But mostly, I just... I'm aware, at least. Okay. So, I I was having a dream, and... I it, it's so hard to describe. I was sit, standing in my living room of my house, um, and it was really really dark. And I was talking to somebody very emphatically. Um, I don't know who it was, um, but I, I I was talking to them very like <laughs> loudly and like with passion. Um, Which is weird because one, realized, you're not at your house. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the middle of Edinburgh, and I rarely ever dream about my house. I dream about weird shit, you know. That is fair. Um, yeah, no, it was weird. And it felt, it totally felt like I was talking to somebody that I knew well, but I don't know who it was. Like, I I didn't know back then either. It's not like I forgot. I just, it felt like I was familiar with somebody that I was talking to, having like an in-depth conversation, not angry, just like passionate. Yeah. And it, it was so strange. But I realized at some point that I was actually like mumbling out loud. And then I was like, oh, I'm dreaming. So, I kind of, like, roll over onto my back, and the room is pitch dark. As it should be. The bed is kind of, like, in the... (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, The room is kind of in the middle of the... Or, the bed is kind of in the middle of the room. Um, And so, I'm just kind of lying on my back, trying to think about that weird dream, but also kind of drifting back off to sleep, when my phone, which is sitting on the, uh, like, the bedside table... Yeah. The screen lights up from a message. And I roll over... And there's a woman standing next to my bed. That's... Um... Awkward. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, am I still asleep? Go ahead. Yeah, so I definitely had that moment of like, I'm still fucking dreaming. Like, this is not real. And so I kind of shake myself. And no, she is still there.
0: What does she look like, though? Because, like, I'm I'm just picturing a colonial woman, and I don't know why.
1: <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, very, very strange. So... I can see so obviously if she's standing this is a kind of a normal height bed mm-hmm. she's standing kind of over me oh fuck no um, so i have a very i have a very clear view of like her like uh, the her dress like near the near the uh, midline mm-hmm. and her hands down by her side which are kind of in a tense position and she's she's like leaning over me almost a little bit like who are you in my bed kind of like that yeah and her hands are like uh, young woman sort of not not like old creepy woman i would say 30s okay um and she's got a, a like a flowery sundress on um so not like old creepy ancient ghost like like modern sundress <laughs> so uh, with a very clear f- flower pattern so
0: the the meme that it's like why are all ghosts from the eighteen hundreds? I want one from like two thousand three. Like it's Britney, bitch. Yeah. You got the it's Britney, <laughs> bitch, ghost, but she's pissed. I
1: did. I, I got the I got the very angry it's Britney, bitch, ghost looming over me at two a.m. So I'm standing there, and okay, I should also clarify that I kind of went to look up at her face, and it was so weird because obviously the dimensions of the room. It's a normal sized room like the, yeah. the ceiling is at a normal height but it feels like i can't see her face because it's like i don't know how to describe it like far away
0: maybe she didn't want you to see her face
1: Well, definitely didn't want me to see her face god damn but like it, it felt like it was bending the perspective of the room like it shouldn't have been able to be far away because the ceiling's right there yeah um but so yeah i am immediately freaked out Um, and I remember saying something to her, sort of to the, (laughs) the message of, please don't hurt me. (laughs) Um, and I, I kind of instinctively, I totally have that millennial instinct in me where I roll over and I grab my phone and I immediately turn on the flashlight. Um, and she's gone. (laughs) That is, I was going to say, you're either going to turn on the flashlight
0: or take a picture. Like, there's only two options here. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Just picturing my friend who always tells me pics or it didn't happen, and I'm notorious for not taking pictures.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, I should have. I should have tried to take a
0: picture. You could have got your It's Britney bitch ghost moment.
1: I totally could have. But, like, I was so weirdly terrified in that moment. Like, it's so hard to explain. It was totally, like, instinctive. Like, my brain, my mom kind of explains... The sort of psychology brain thing where you where you go down to, like, the lizard brain when you're nervous and it's, like, flight or fright, fight or flight. Um, I wasn't quite there, but I was down near, like, dolphin brain. Like, I was like, uh, uh, Hi, I am terrified and I need to figure out what's going on because this thing might eat me. Will you eat me or will you not eat me? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't decided, but I'm very worried that it's the ladder and you know <laughs> um but so i turn on the light and there's nobody there and i am freaked the fuck out mm-hmm. uh it's around 2 a.m so it was about nine o'clock in the u.s and i immediately messaged my girlfriend i still have those messages um where i basically just said the same thing that i did now except with a lot more like exclamation points and nervousness <laughs> uh fair um, that's fair yeah like i saw a britney bitch ghost in a sundress staring at me menacingly staring at me yeah um and i was like yeah there's just a woman in my room like (laughs) that was super weird is it
0: bad i'm now picturing that girl who like thought she was crazy and
1: like her stuff kept moving but there was a dude living in her closet Oh my god, don't even say that. No, okay, but I know it's not that cuz I turned on the light and she wasn't there anymore. But like But what if fuck. she's under the bed? That would be horrifying. Don't <laughs> say that, fucking Christ. You're not there no, because, anymore. Because okay, the vision the vision of her was also in like grayscale. Okay. As well. It's so hard to describe. I I should probably draw it, honestly. <laughs> she was ghost like. Got it. Yes, it was very like wispy like Very stereotypically ghost, which is why I'm suspicious of it being real, because... You should watch Ghosts of Gettysburg, because that'll give you a good image. I've seen that. I've seen that. Is that the one uh, where they're, like, filming the battlefields and there's, like, soldiers roaming around?
0: Yeah, it's, like, a bunch of ghost stories, and it was filmed in, like, the 80s, early 90s. Oh. And it scarred my childhood. Nice. I did a whole episode on it, and I talked to my sister about. it, And she goes, "Why did they think this was okay? Because we both had nightmares. <laughs> That's really funny. I'll have to send you the YouTube video, like clip of the one. Because if you like creepy pasta, it's just like. Oh,
1: I loved it. Yeah. It's
0: basically like a '90s really bad VHS version of that.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that gives me Blair Witch Project vibes, and that is my favorite horror movie. So I've never seen it. I'm excited. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I also, like,
0: live in the woods when I go home to my parents, so that might be why.
1: Yeah, so maybe don't watch it for... <laughs> I can watch it now. I'm not planning to go up to Cleveland for a while,
0: but if I was going to go up... In- so
1: watch it now, and then immediately watch cat videos
0: afterwards. That is fair.
1: Or watching puppies yeah. trying to eat bubbles. Yes, god. I love puppies. Um, But yeah, so this was super weird. And I was up most of the night. I posted on Facebook about it. I didn't, there's a whole thread where I was like, "This just happened," <laughs> um, and th- I was I was up all night. And so in the morning, when I heard my dad moving around in the kitchen, I got up and I was like, "Hey, so what the fuck?" .dot com. <laughs> uh, I saw a woman, and it was scary. And he was like, "Okay, calm down," <laughs> and I was like, "No." Um. And then he was like... Later, before we left, he was looking through... You know, you gotta snoop through people's stuff when you go to Airbnb. Obviously. Isn't that the uh, point? Yeah. Yeah, that's like half of the reason you do Airbnb in the first place, is to snoop through people's shit. So he was doing that, and in the hallway, he found a letter addressed to the man that we rented the Airbnb from. And it was a very basic, like, uh, thanks for buying the house you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we we hope you like it, have, thanks for giving us your money, fucking whatever, and it was signed, you'll never guess what name. I'm gonna go with Jenny. It was, it was signed Jenny. Jenny! Jenny! Yes! Yes, indeed. Um, so yeah, so, that was super weird, and yet, it continues, um, so the rest of my trip, I I was freaked out still, but I didn't really experience anything else on the trip. The name Jenny was reoccurring, but that totally probably is the Saturn effect where once you see something and you're like, now you're paying attention to it, you start to see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I noted the name Jenny in my head and I started to see it everywhere. So that's probably all that was. Um, but the first three times it reoccurred, that was not... what that was, and that was definitely super fucking weird. But that's what I've decided to call her, is her name is Jenny, because apparently it is. She named herself. (laughs) Well, I mean, Um, she could have been the former owner who passed. uh, Totally. But, so, okay, but that's the thing, is the feeling that I had when she was standing over me, I feel like I should go more in-depth into this. It was so, like, uncomfortable for me, and it was not like... (laughs) Why are you watching me? Mm-hmm. Sort of uncomfortable. It was like she didn't want me there. It was very clear, like, not angry, but just, like, annoyed vibes. Like, get the fuck out of like, here. Like, this is my house. Why are you in my house?
0: C- kind
1: of. I just feel, yeah. Just move from this place in space. Like, get away from me. <laughs> you think it was, like, her room? <laughs> and, and I was like, maybe, yeah, totally. Um... But so I I went home and you know I kind of started to forget about it. It wasn't super on my mind. Um Wait, but you then, don't think about the weird so, ghost
0: encounter you had in Edinburgh all the time?
1: Well, I I think about it sometimes, but you know, I was preparing to go into college for my freshman year. So like <laughs> I was a little busy with that, you know, um, minor details. Ghost. Yeah, just, Your future yeah, little thing. Yeah. Um But so, my best friend, his mom owns a pizza place in downtown Salem. Um, So, a lot of the time that I spend with him is in the basement of that pizza place, sitting in the room. It's a storeroom, but they call it the dungeon, because it used to be a vault. Um, So, it has, like, a huge locking door, and the inside of it looks like a dungeon. That's not creepy Um, at all. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Um, and there is a there is a ghost in the basement. Um, the two restaurants, it's sort of like merged. Um, Saucer and Gulu Gulu um, are the names of them. Supplying Saucer Pizza, Gulu Gulu. Two very different restaurants. <laughs> oh, the names. Um, but, so uh, we were down there just like talking about stuff and I'm very comfortable in that room. Um, when, and it's very well known that there's a ghost in the basement of those, that restaurant area. Um, they don't really have a name for him, so they just call him the Gulu Ghost. Uh, but he does stuff, like, he, he likes to play play pranks, he'll turn off lights, he'll shut and lock doors, but he's not, like, a malevolent spirit, he's just kind of a goofball. Yeah. So, you know, that's fine. Uh, but this experience was not fine. Um... So I'm sitting down there with Blake, and we're just talking about some bullshit. We're not even talking about anything relevant. Um, when the lights shut off, and Blake is immediately like, "Oh, hey, Gulu Ghost, can you knock it off?" Uh, but they don't come back on. But um, there is an area where they are triggered by a sensor, mm-hmm. and during the day they should it shouldn't be activated like that. It should just stay on. It's like on a timer thing. Yeah. So um, the sensor shouldn't. I don't know, affect that, but sometimes it's weird. So Blake got up and walked past the area where the sensor is, and the lights came back on. And yeah, a couple minutes later, (laughs) the lights go back off again. And this time he gets up and he walks past the sensor, and they don't turn back on. So Uh, I kind of jokingly roll my eyes, and I go, Jenny, can you turn the friggin' lights back on? And guess what? Oh my God! Lights go back on. So you have a ghost friend now. Well, see, I did, and I decided that I didn't want a ghost friend because other stuff started happening. Like I used to um, wake up, and my bed. All right, this is gonna sound weird as hell. My bed is in my closet. Um, <laughs> it's a crawl space, and the f- the footprint of the crawl space is exactly the size of a twin mattress. Um, so I shoved my twin mattress in there, and it's about, I don't know, five feet tall on one side, and it's a slanted roof down to about three feet. So it's like a bed cave. It's cool as hell. So it's not horrible. Um, it's kind of cool. No, no, it's awesome. It just sounds weird to people. It sounds like um, your parents I love my make bed you cave. sleep in the closet. Yeah, it does sound like that. But you voluntarily um, <laughs> went into the closet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, this is tight as hell. We are putting my bed in there right now. Um... Yeah, but so, and I, I I hung my gay pride flag over the doorway of my closet thing because I took off the door to it because I didn't want to, like, you know, asphyxiate myself
0: accidentally. I'm pretty sure <laughs> your parents are appreciative of you not accidentally suffocating yourself.
1: Well, yeah. Um, and so, but I, I still like a blockade there because it gets super bright in my room because my window is east-facing, so when the sun rises, it is... right Incredibly bright. Um... But so I can't see the rest of my room at night, but a lot of the time I would get this weird feeling where I would either wake up and feel like this, or I would just start feeling like this as I was lying in bed awake, Mm -hmm. where I would feel like there was a presence near me watching me. And I would, every single time it was a woman, it was like a womanly presence. And I don't know how to describe it, but like my brain would do that stupid thing where it would be like, Hey, if you look outside your thing right now, there's a woman standing there your monkey brain just like tell me that yeah my monkey brain would be like hey there's a woman right there and i would just be like what the fuck you're like no thank you monkey <laughs> like, brain i do not want yeah, this that, absolutely not um but so i went to blake again and i was like dude okay weird shit is happening because also blake happens to be a super into like the wiccan i think he identifies as being wiccan i don't know for sure though um, but super into like the witchy sort of stuff. I mean, we live in Salem Mass, so it's kinda hard not to be, but he like knows things, actual things about it. Um So he's educated. So I went to him he's again. He's an
0: educated Wiccan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I went to him again and I was like, what do I do? Like I I don't I don't know how to cope with this. Um and he was like, Well, we could do I don't remember what it's called, like a scrubbing or whatever yeah. when you when you we try to get rid of the ghosties, so we did like a weird thing with incense and like uh, oils and shit. I sound like an anti-vaxer mom. <laughs> we put the essential oils measles on your forehead. Yeah, essential oils, incense, and now and you won't fine. get polio. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> but we did a bunch of stuff with that, and all of the weirdness stopped. Um, I haven't really felt the same presence since. Well, that's good. Um, and I haven't, I haven't like seen, heard anything. I haven't had any weird light things happen. Um, and yeah, so that's my story there. Um, I don't, and again, I, I really don't, I'm not like insistent that it was a ghost and I'm not like, I'm defensive of it. Um, I'm totally aware that it could be just a weird set of psychology events. Because, I mean, my mom's a psychologist. I know how weird the human brain is. Um, and it totally could be, like, the the time afterwards where I felt weird about it was just my brain relating back to the fact that I had a weird, <laughs> mildly traumatic experience with a ghost <laughs> in Edinburgh. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel weird right now. I felt weird then. This must be the explanation. Um, and then afterward, when Blake did the little scrubbing thing, it, it, my brain was like, okay, we no longer need to be worried about this. So whenever I felt weird, it didn't relate it to that. And uh, I am totally aware that it, that's what it could be. It could have been a weird, like, dream thing. Um, but the thing that, like, bothers me the most is that I, like, my girlfriend messaged me, and that's what, like, made me look over yeah. at the, at Jenny, and, she did message me in real life like that happened yeah you have like the like, documentation. there was a message on my phone yeah so my phone did light up and it was because she messaged me and I have that message so that wasn't part of a dream no and that's that's what made me roll over and look at the bedside table area in the first place was the fact that my phone lit up
0: do you think the ghost willed the text message into existence so you would roll over and look at her
1: Probably, but I really don't want to think about how long she was standing there beforehand.
0: (laughs) She's just dancing, like, doing Vogue, like, doing um, Hit Me Baby One More Time dances in her sundress?
1: Yeah, oh my god,
0: absolutely. Does that make it feel better? (laughs) That she's just dancing over you now?
1: In a weird way? In a weird way, kind of? Because it was so weird when she was looking over me, and she was so, like, tense, and, like, angry and i was like i'm sorry i'm just i'm just trying to just a tourist that i just wanted to see your buildings that's okay
0: um my i freaked out my sister because she was going somewhere in the morning and she goes i walked past your room and you just sat up and you were staring at me (laughs) and i was asleep oh great (laughs) like eyes open staring at her oh man that's horrific and she goes
1: i'm going to work now and then i just laid back down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have no recollection of it. I've never had an experience like that before, like, so vividly. And the dream beforehand was weird, too, because it felt like that somehow played a role in it, almost. I don't know. Mysterious. That
0: is very mysterious. Also, right as you finish this, like, a bunch of sirens are happening.
1: I just heard that through the thing, yeah, so...
0: Yeah, my... That's freaky. My apartment's right on the street, so, like, there's, an, there's probably, it sounded like a cop car... But then it's either a train or something else just went past. I don't know. Didn't sound like a train. Who knows?
1: It's a herd of jennies dancing through the streets.
0: Don't do that to me. I live alone. There's no one I can, like, (laughs) protect myself from. So, Emily, thank you for coming on. Do you want to plug some things? Do some butt plugs?
1: Oh. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I want to plug my mom's podcast, obviously. Um, because that's who I'm subbing in for. Uh, she's at Disneyland, so I have to run her business, apparently. <laughs> um, her podcast is Ignorance Was Bliss. It's available on Podbean and iTunes and most other places where you can find podcasts. Um, and I'll plug my own art page because I want people to give me commissions so I can have money and stop being a broke college student. And she's very good. <laughs> um, you can find me. Oh, thank you. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Unapologetic Artist, one word, and on WordPress.com at www.unapologeticartist@wordpress.com. at WordPress.com. Yay. So we're going to
0: go through and thank our patrons again. Um, we have Kate, your mom, from Ignorance is Bliss. We have <laughs> Alex from The Mall podcast, Mysteries and Urban Legends. We have Bonnie from <laughs> Writing About Crime obscura a true crime podcast erica carrie gilligan and land shark so thank you guys for being patrons. i support you supporting me yay (laughs) and i'll see you guys next time with someone new we'll have to say bye to emily now bye bye
1: Everybody has a story, and not all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder, how did this happen? Or what is that like? Or what happens next? Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at IWB Podcast.
2: Hey, folks, how's it going? My name is Augie, and I host a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Once upon a time, I had two blogs. Then one day, I started listening to podcasts. They seemed like a lot of fun and would combine the thing I was always afraid to share with the world, my writing, with the thing I had no choice but to share, my theater background. So I decided to combine them into a podcast for those millennials that don't have time to read two blogs. I read the original short horror stories I write every other Tuesday and review really terrible horror movies from Netflix, Redbox, Amazon Prime, and even the dollar store with massive amounts of snark every other Thursday. On the first Saturday of each month, I tell my listeners about five new indie artists that I have interviewed that I think they should know about. So if you like terrible horror movies, learning about new artists, really good horror stories, and total nerds, this is the podcast for you. Check out the short stories of Augie Peterson wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, go to augiepeterson.wordpress.com. Toodaloo! cult of domesticity
0: we're available on all podcatchers remember to rate review subscribe to help spread the word or just force other people to listen to it our facebook and twitter are at domestic Podcasts, and our instagram is at the cult of domesticity we also have podcast merch at threadless uh, as well, if you want to support us financially or show some appreciation, we have a PayPal tip jar and a Patreon, which has some pretty great perks. Any topic suggestions, feel free to email us at domesticpodcastgmail.com. At Remember to stay domestic and
1: cult free. <music>